wooden leg stretching up a hundred, well, what it looks like a hundred feet up to the uh, the surface of the coffee table above you. Uh, yeah, so I'll turn into a spider, probably the largest one I can, I suppose. Uh, yeah, and just climb up the table leg. Uh, what probably took you folks like minutes takes me about 30 seconds of just like... <laughs> And as you are standing on this coffee table admiring the landscape, you hear something. And now we continue. probably haven't changed out of my spider form for now um i probably actually want to do a perception check as a spider um yeah which is plus seven which is my normal uh perception check they uh, do have many eyes yeah um i suppose what i want to do is like i just want to have a look around i sort of want to check if there's anywhere else i would need to go as a spider before i change back as the the largest glass object around that kind of resonates this sound mm. is sort of off to the side and below you slightly uh you could you can just see the top of the coffee t- like the, of the orb from the coffee table mm. well i suppose we can take a short rest at some point um given all the climbing that we just did uh, i suppose i'll um change back into harold and say uh, did you did you all hear that noise just now? Uh, yeah. Very loud knocking on glass type noise. Yeah, it was a like bit odd. Bigger than you. It probably it probably sounded a little bit like a church bell. Mm. Can, How, can I tell which direction it's coming from? It definitely sounded like it was coming from the orb. <laughs> yeah. The, okay. The glass sphere. Yeah. All right. Meredith is going to go up to the orb, which you can just see that the surface, the top of it. Uh, well, I guess what is currently the top of the orb. So the orb fell onto the ground. Yeah, it's it's on the, the carpet below you. Okay, if I lean over, can I knock on the orb? Yeah, you can knock on the orb. All right, I'm going to do that. Uh, you probably like would see the orb like vibrate at the level that you are. You'd see it vibrate. And then you'd see a hand ah! on the inside of the, the sphere. Like, is it a big this, hand or a small hand? Um, given your current scale, it's bigger than you. Right. Uh, it's probably like three times your height, Okay. this hand. Um, it's this like inky black hand that like wipes a circle. <gasps> uh, and then you just see this white mask 
like come into view. Ah, it's that's this, like, freaky. This white mask with these lines and circles, um, sort of like a constellation, but uh, not moving. Just like a pattern on this mask. It's mm. kind of it's it's Just very much very no, like very big No Face Studio Ghibli vibes. A little bit like that. Yeah. Um, it's to borrow from another nerd culture. It's it looks like. Doctor Who, like, Time Lord writing, just, like, circles and dots. Right, okay. Mm. Uh, and you just see this face, like, look at you. Um, Meredith is, like, going to scramble backwards and recoil a bit because she wasn't expecting it. Freaky. Uh, anything interesting over there, Meredith? Ah, uh, guys, there's a face. There's a face. There's a face. There's a face. Face, face, face. Inside the biodome. Big face in dome. Big face. Right. Uh, Meredith, as you're the closest one and the only one who can currently see it, um, it must... It, it's hard to tell because you're looking at it through this, like, porthole. And it's, of, like, foggy like, and gross. And it's foggy. Yeah. Um, it, it must have wiped away some of this moss to do this. You think you see it turn around and it's got this, like, mat of, like, curly black hair and... Then it, it, it moves out of vision for a moment. Mm-hmm. And then moving up like like it's been lifted into view of this porthole, you see someone roughly your size. This little uh per like a, a your current scale. Yeah. A person with blue skin, um and he like looks at you like wide eyed with hands on the, the porthole. He's like tapping on it. So Meredith is like recovered and she's crawling towards the the hole again and she like waves at it at him. Um and he he has tears in his eyes. <gasps> he lo- he looks like he's like so overwhelmed with emotion at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So Meredith is going to like turn around and go, "Nora, Nora, get over here. Do you recognize these guys?" Uh Nora runs over to see what's going on. Felgus Felgus, and she starts tapping on the glass. It's my, it's my friend Felgus. He, he was one of the, the exec. Well, I think we figured out what happened to them. Uh, Felgus is a, a Triton, um, so he has like mermaid esque features, uh, blue skin, kind of like uh, fin for ears. You can't see much else in him given the the current situation. How did they end up in there? I mean. I was so sure that they'd shrunk themselves in the room, like in the executive building or whatever meeting room they were in, but somehow they're in the biodome. Maybe they were just too close to it uh, as they as they shrunk and somehow ended inside it or something. I, I don't mean, know. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but the odds of this happening are amazing. He's mouthing the word Nora over and over again, like he's yelling at her, but you, you can't hear him. Um, okay, does anybody, I'm going to oh, gonna turn around to Potentia and say, Potentia, do you have like quill, ink, paper? Mine's in my backpack. She just like reaches back, grabs what is clearly, like she's got her spell book plus many other, like yeah, she carries mm-hmm. paper. Um, so yes, and she just hands it to you and then just like looks, I see, I'm just yeah. going to wander over yeah. and like look. Um, okay, so I'm going to thrust them over at Nora and say yes or no questions, just in case they don't have anything to reply with. We need I just to know no, how they got there. No, no, and I and, and just going to look straight at, at Meredith, straight at the guys at the dome, and message be like, 
lights up. Oh, but that works through glass? It can travel through a, a wall of a certain thickness, I believe. Uh, really? It, I think it's just lead, actually. That, it, um, it, is it? Magical silence, one foot of stone, an inch of common metal, lead, or three feet of wood. Oh. So. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And you don't even have to I be able to see them. I did remember I had message, to... I promise. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Like you just, I have just to point in I, the general like, direction. You don't, right. you, don't, okay. you don't get to hear it. I just look at. She just looks across. Meredith <laughs> her eyes, looks back, and just the the next thing is the, whoever's inside the dome just hears sub. Yeah, I feel like Meredith would know that. Joey the player didn't. <laughs> no, I do have but it's message. even better that she didn't think of she didn't think of it in yeah. this moment. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> So okay, okay. the the message you get back is, please tell me that you're all real. Please tell me that you're all real. They want to know if we're real. Yeah. Meredith is still like hectic, overwhelmed. <laughs> and then like the tears are just flowing from this person. Ask them how long they've been in there for. How long have you been in there? This is, that's, that's message, message. I don't know. It's, it feels like f- so long. It, days, nights, it's hard to tell in here. They don't know. Okay, uh, I suppose, how did they get in there in the first place? Oh, I'm about to do something really dumb. Yes, potential. <gasps> Guys, how, how, how do we feel, like, players, player brains, how do we feel about me doing something really dumb? I mean, you can do it. Uh, I don't know how my character would react, but, you know. Do it. Okay. We've already got uh, a sh- uh, crazy I'm, I'm, chaos. I'm, I'm here for I'm chaos. Ready for it. Okay. Um, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. In- <laughs> All right. In that case, given we are already pushing the um, pushing out the boat for benign transposition, would you consider these guys small or medium creatures for the purposes of benign transposition? Uh, currently, um, Velgus is medium sized to you yes. like you are the same but for the purposes size. of this discussion yes yes you okay. are currently the same size great um do you have no conjuration cantrips uh it has to be level Does one it, or higher has to be level one or higher uh well that's good that means it's not broken oh no it's not broken it's just i have to make sure that i use something that's uh because funnily enough fireball would be a really oh no it's that's an evocation spell which is just dumb can i just say that is a dumb Evocation are all like elemental fireballs and lightning and yeah, those kinds of things. All right. Um, Meredith is going to be so mad at you. She's going to be so mad. So mad. Um, yeah. Um, I. She's going to cast grease just like arbitrarily on a random thing on Harold's table. Just okay. Just like just, something. Just make part of the part table of the table greasy. greasy. Yeah. And then okay. use benign transposition to swap places with. The dude inside the glass. Interesting. Okay. Why are you making it slippery? Because to to well, to get my to get to. my skill back, I have to do something, and so I, I'm right, doing that okay. like a distance away from us. But it's just I'm making a chunk of ta- right. table greasy. Okay, okay, okay. Because it's mm-hmm. either either that or something that's likely <laughs> to hurt hurt someone actively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have no mm-hmm. use for another unseen seven. So. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Potentia yeah. is replaced with a Triton 
man. He uh, is dressed in what look like the the ragged remains of clothes. Also, there's something that um, I know that that Meredith doesn't know about having done that. So, like, that's okay. that's a thing too. Um, and he looks he looks like you've just pulled him off of of like a survival situation. Like he looks a little ragged. He looks probably a little um, emaciated, a little thin. He doesn't uh, have a mugby ball with a face drawn on it, does he? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he, wow. he looks... Uh, he also looks like... He probably looks muddy as well. Like just like, just generally a little... Uh, he looks unclean. He looks dirty. Yeah. And he's looking around just completely shocked. Yeah, Meredith just kind of looks at him, blinks at the place where Potential was, and now there's a random stranger... And, um, I mean, he's not a random stranger. No, I know, I know. But, like, her brain just kind of, compu- like, computes for a second. She blinks. And then she very, like, she points at him. And then very slowly turns around into the orb. And she goes, no. Because <laughs> Potentia is now who you can see. Yeah. Uh, through the porthole. Hey everyone, this is Joe. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctrines. If you enjoy the show, why not recommend the podcast to a friend? It really helps us out. If you have questions for our cast about the show or a submission for a mid-show message, head on over to dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. You can also help support the show by checking out our sweet, sweet merch over at merch.dndoctorates.com. Honestly, I cannot tell you just how comfortable those sweatshirts are. Oh my gosh, I wear it all the time. It's amazing. <laughs> and now, back to the show. Uh, Nora and um, Velgus are like, they've embraced as like, in a hug. Like they are, like, and they're both like tearing up. So she's not focused on, on dude bro, on the Triton. She's, um, she's looking into the, um, into this, the sphere where she can see potential being held by this uh, thing that she doesn't know about. And she's like, you get out of here, out of there right now. Nora, I, I didn't know if I'd ever see you again. I didn't know if I'd see anyone again. This is, this is happening, right? Felgus, yes, we, we found you. What happened? Oh, that's a, uh, that's a story. I, I'm happy to tell you, but oh, and he, he just like sits down, like collapsing. He he he's overwhelmed. He's like he's conscious, but he's just like processing it all. Um. Okay. Meredith is gonna like, you know, glare once more at Potentia, and then like, <clears throat> and then turn back around to the trident and check, and go into medical mode and start checking him over. And immediately just be like, okay, wh- who was that that was that was with you in there? Is there anybody else? Um, how can we get our friend out? Give me a medicine check. Well, I'm real good at medicine. Yeah, natural 20. Natural Ooh. 20! Um, he is, like, this is textbook shock. Yeah. He, he looks malnourished, just in complete shock about the situation where you're currently in. So he, he's like, he's just, he's, he's shaking. He's like, his eyes are like unfocusing. Yeah. Okay. So Meredith is going to like put him in recovery position and like, you know, lay him down um, with the, and try and find something to prop his legs up, that kind of thing. I'm channeling my first aid. I've got no idea if this is, act, 
I think he has to like you provide him with like a blanket or something just yeah, to, like... yeah to cover him up with and yeah that kind okay. of stuff and that's all I've you know she kind of realizes for a second that he's going to be no help and she turns to Harold and says Harold can you deal with Potentia please she's so furious because <laughs> <laughs> um, she knows she knows that this was Potentia's fault I mean I I don't think there's a lot I can do personally I'm sure she has some kind of plan although disguising herself as the food of the predator that was on its way probably wasn't her best moment so uh although you know she has that ability to sort of teleport so yeah but she's not doing it can you like tap on the glass and get it to get a butt out of here I mean, I think that might just make everybody angry. I, I don't have any way to communicate with her. Um, unlike you two, I, you know, I can't just sort of telegram people's brains. I, 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 I can only really respond when the two of you do it. So, okay, Meredith is going to like roll her eyes and like blow some hair out of her face in in a huff. She's like, Pff. and then she looks at Nora and says, "Keep him warm." And then she turns around and points her finger at Potentia and sends a message and just goes, "Get." Out of there now. <laughs> she's tiny, but she's angry. Okay. Well, I should probably describe what potential you're currently, the situation you're in. Yes. You're being held aloft like... Um, like Simba. Straight. <laughs> like, like Held yeah, aloft like Simba. Simba. Yeah. Um, by this uh, inky black humanoid um, with this like mask for a face. They look to be like 10 times your height. Like they are, at this scale, a giant. They're probably only 10 centimeters tall. Like they aren't that big. They're like not even half a foot. Like they are, they're small. Uh, Give me an arcana check. 11, which includes Mm. my plus six. (laughs) Ah, I see. You don't know what this creature is. Um, This biosphere that you're in is basically like a swamp inside it's not bigger on the inside it is as it is like a uh, a large basketball sized glass sphere that you are now currently in um you can see below there are like little creatures little like maybe little fish or little insects as well in this place um but yeah it's effectively a little self-contained swamp that you find yourself inside being held aloft Simba style by this creature. And, but it looks <laughs> confused because it was holding somebody else and now it's holding you. Mm-hmm. Like this creature probably like turns you around to look at you and it like cocks its head sideways looking confused. Can I message it and just say friend? It like turns its head the other way and you get no response back. It hasn't moved you in an aggressive way. Or it's just like holding you up in place still up to that that porthole. You get the impression that it doesn't, even though you can't see eyes, it's like examining you. I mean, if it's examining me, I don't really have a lot that I can do. So I'm just sort of trying to take in as much information as I can about my surroundings mm-hmm. more than anything. I assume I'm about to get, you know, brain spiked by Meredith, so. Yeah, at, like yeah. probably at this point, Meredith's uh, very frustrated voice yeah, but there's frustration and there's a, l- a little bit of like terror involved as well, you know, because somebody yeah. that she cares about, my one of my best friends has just, you know, done something stupid and I can't help her. Uh, 
and she's low-key concerned it's a conversation that they've had and all of that kind of jazz so like there's a lot going on so she's just she's like no get out of here get out of there now like i can't help you you need to be on this side of the glass so she's not just cranky the response she gets back is just i'm fine are there others (sighs) meredith just kind of looks at her and you can kind of see like in her eyes she's a little bit scared um you know and she's like and then she sags and she looks at um she sends a message back and says he's in shock i can't get any information out of him can i look can i get myself turned back around so that i am facing the port help because at the moment i'm facing facing mm. face. uh how would you communicate that with this creature um well, no. The question was, can I? If I if I can't, like by like oh. si- by like simply doing anything, then then I I, I won't. Because um, that's not I think I think you like you would go to move, like to try yeah. and see if you can, and this creature will assist by turning you okay. around, so you can look back at the porthole. Yeah. Um, I just want to point to Nora and say, are there any more of your friends in here? Uh, potential. I I don't know. I'll ask. Nora is like holding on to, to Velgus's hand. Velgus, what happened to everyone else? Where's Where's Aroa? Where's Ludolf? Where's Alathanor? Where are they? I don't know where they are. I don't know what happened to all of them. And so Nora points at you, potential. Harold is still the only one who doesn't have this. <laughs> she points like- at you, potential. He says they, he doesn't know where they are. So he get, he doesn't know where they are. She, she clearly is quite shaken by the situation as well. She didn't, like, obviously she didn't expect gestures wide mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. to happen when she showed up to Harold's place today. Did any of it. <laughs> um, I am going to message Harold mm-hmm. and just say, I can try and search for the others if you can get me more information. Um, I don't think that's wise. I don't know how many words you can really respond with message. It, it isn't It isn't supposed to be a telephone, you no. know? Yeah. It just says, here's the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. Yeah, I think it's just like a short response back. Uh, it's not, there's like the longer range version of message, which has like a set number of words you can use. I have a feeling that Meredith would be having another go at me at this point. Like I've messaged other people that aren't her. <laughs> yeah, like, and you can like because like, like she can see you. Yeah, she can see you pointing at, at other others, people. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm not like I'm deliberately not messaging her, and I don't think that, that would be subtle. <laughs> You'd have like Nora point and yeah. Mm-hmm. She kind of looks at at Potential and points at her and says, "What's your plan?" My plan was to get him to you. Meredith just looks at her and raises an eyebrow. And? And he's with you. Are you really that reckless right now? Are we really having this discussion right now? I, I there's, there's so much, like, pointing back yeah. and forth yeah, at each yeah. other. Just like, you. No, you. Yeah. Um, also, potential, it is super humid yeah. in here as well. I assume. So Harold's probably interjecting at this point. Uh, Meredith, look, I think the best thing that we can do, 
I'm sure Potentia had a plan to get herself back onto the table. Uh, you Are know. you kidding me? I don't think she did. Well, I, I've seen her teleport before. You know, she did it the other day in the sewer. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's the point right now. Have you seen how she's been behaving over the last couple of hours? Um, honestly, no. I've been a bit focused on... She has on... literally no regard for her own life and absolutely no regard for the people that feel, that care about her. I'm so... <sighs> You're right. It's not the time. Not yeah, I mean, uh, we can... I feel like this is a conversation for when we're normal-sized again and... You know, I, I don't. I don't want to judge people for how they they grieve. You know that it's been, it's been a tough time for all of us. Uh, <sighs> Look, you know. I know that, and I get that. But uh, I think the best plan is honestly for us to sort of, hopefully, get to regular size again, and we can simply. I mean, it would be quite easy when we're not tiny just to sort of create an opening in the sphere. Uh, or we try and do that now. Well, I, I just don't... I, I'm i a bit weary of sort of casting spells and things at the, uh, the you know, at the globe. I, I don't really know what kind of knock-on effect that may have. Yeah, you know, once we're regular size again, we could simply take out the cork. And at that point, uh, whoever's still trapped in there, I imagine could just follow the inevitable stream of fresh air to safety, hopefully. I mean, find out, uh, I mean, our friend here should be able to tell us, uh, you know, are the other people nearby? Are they in danger? I mean, I suppose if we do have to launch a rescue party, then being able to go inside would be helpful. But I, I would like to avoid that personally. I mean, I don't know what else has taken home in there. I mean, there could be more killer ants with a taste for, you know, biscuit crumbs for all I know. All right, so we need to... Figure out a way to get big again, and then we need to figure out a way to get her out of there. And then we also need to figure out if um, the rest of the the crew that's missing are actually in the sphere. Yes, I mean, I assume they are, but I suppose we can't assume anything, really. This whole thing is rather strange. Uh-huh. Hello, listeners. This is your friendly Dungeon and Doctorate's DM, Ben here to remind you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. If you do, I might see it. And first of all, I love seeing people talking about the show on Twitter because I love interacting with the audience. I love talking to you and getting your opinions on the show, and I love hearing fan theories. Oh, gosh, so good. Um, But if you tweet about the show, and especially if you use the hashtag DNDoctorates, I will notice it, and I might come up with a NPC with a name based on your Twitter handle. Wouldn't that be cool? Now, if you would like a message to appear in this part of the show, you can fill out our Google form via our link on our link tree, which you can find on social media and on our website, dndoctorates.com. But I'm going to put a message in here right now, and it is a special message for Kate, Joe, and Ross, three very special people to me who have worked very hard on this show to create excellent characters and work behind the scenes with editing and social media and promotion and gathering guests for specials and just so much stuff. And I I could not, I literally could not do this show without you. 
it would otherwise just be me talking to myself for 40 minutes and I think uh, down that way madness lies so thank you all for being part of this this thing it's been an incredible ride as we reach the end of the year I want to give a huge shout out to the three of you Ross, Kate, Joe Uh, have a Merry Christmas and a, a nice Happy New Year looking forward to working with you producing more stuff on the show and if i can slide in here an extra little uh, message for the episode i want to give a shout out to my partner uh have a merry christmas i'm so happy that you're joining me this year to spend time uh, with my family over the christmas break i'm sure they're going to love you as much as i do and uh thank you so much for supporting the show and being a listener uh but for everyone else out there Thank you so much for listening to the show. This show exists because we enjoy doing it, but it's because of you, the audience, the listeners, gives us some more motivation to get episodes out on time because we know you are hungry for content and we know that you want more. So to those of you out there who celebrate it, have a very Merry Christmas. Everybody else, I hope you have a lovely holiday season whatever your denomination and i hope you all have a happy healthy new year next week is going to be the last episode of the current arc the small mysteries arc and then we are going to be taking a one week break but then the second week of january we will be back with a very special surprise so keep an eye out for that the next episode will be coming out thursday the 30th of december i won't hold us up any longer let's get back to the episode right now hey ben Mm -hmm. can i tell whether the glass through which i have i mean i've popped through this so i assume that there's no magical impingement on my ability to travel from one place to another right now that appears to be correct great i would like to misty step and appear next to them please (laughs) can you misty step through walls well it's is it is it just you just you can just see through it like see so what this says an unoccupied space that you can see so that's an unoccupied space that i can see you can you can go through glass so you disappear you disappear out of this this creature's hands and appear on the table uh probably quite like sodden yeah yeah and meredith is gonna jump like five feet into the air and then, like, turn around and look at her and go, Thank you! <laughs> I thought we might be able to get more information from inside. Yeah, but if you can get in and out, I don't want you being, in, like, in the hands of somebody that we don't... I can't do it at will, Meredith. Uh, you see the, the masked face of this, this creature, uh, and then you just see a hand kind of, like, wave back and forth, and then whatever this creature is, like, moves out of view. All right. Now that everyone that I care about is where I can see them, I'm going to go and see you if can I can see do... me. <laughs> Not the point. And she uh, and you know it. And she walks over to the guy who's in shock and um and starts to. He looks like he's he's doing better. He's definitely doing yeah. better. You you've medically tended to him. Nora is there with him. Um, and he's just kind of like looking around. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? Feeling a bit better? Yeah. Take some deep breaths. Keep breathing. You're doing really well. Why are you tiny too? Probably for the same reason you are. 
And then there's like, you can almost see the like gears turning in his head. And he, he like snaps up like into a CD position. Ludolf, where is he? I have to. <sighs> he did this to you as well. Nora like sits back. What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Nor he, what? Ludolf, he, he shrunk the three of us. I was working on my biosphere for my projects. And he said, what if I was small and I could go for a look? Because he'd been working on something. And uh, Aroa and Arathanor, they they thought it would be a good idea as well. So he said we'd shrink all of us down. It would be temporary. And then we could come back. But it wasn't temporary. I've... He shrunk all of us. Wait, sorry. So he, he initially said that he would shrink you... Uh... You know, for what seems like perfectly reasonable, if not a little ill, you know, ill-informed reason. Uh, and but then he shrunk the three of you. You you think he had an ulterior motive, perhaps? We were we were at a executive meeting. We were having a conversation about my. I was talking about my project, and he said he was working on something himself, uh, something to change the size of things, and that he was he could show it to us. He, he put on some kind of mask just before he, he opened the bottle. But then he shrunk the three of us and we thought he would shrink too, but then he didn't. And then and then we were small. Uh, some kind of mask, like the one that Creature was wearing? Uh, he looks at you. Creature? Oh, you mean Zivi? No, Zivi, that is what they look like. What was that? He is a... Here's a Tawinga. Um, Harold, give me a nature check. Mm. Uh, 13. Um, you've heard of that as like a, a forest spirit type mm. thing? Like a like a part, like a, almost a fae, but it's almost like an elemental. You're not entirely sure. Yeah. 13. Um, but they, they like live in deep forests and are basically harmless. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and they... They would be known as a Chewinger. Chewinger, okay. Well, at least it seems like uh, you've made a friend and you have managed to keep safe. Um, I don't know if you realise this, but you've actually been uh, missing for quite some time at this point. Um, forgive me, I, I don't know who a lot of these people are. I, I, I'm not sort... I'm, I'm kind of... I suppose an associate member of the Enigma Society. Meredith and I aren't officially. We just mm. sort of get dragged into situations uh, a lot. That is how we get a lot of our members. Yes. Nora. Nora looks a little sheepish. Well, <laughs> I'm. Um, you, you've sort of met Potentia. She's a member. He, lo- he looks up at you. Yes, she does look like someone who would join up. You get the narrowed eyes of someone who's just got, I feel charged, <laughs> but is not willing to respond to that at all. So I suppose my question is then, I mean, do you think this was a malicious act or just uh, carelessness on, on your uh, your colleague's behalf? Well, he put on that uh, it covered his nose and his mouth um, and he opened the bottle and then the three of us shrunk and he looked pretty happy with himself. Right. I mean, that does sound quite sinister. What is it with people and masks? Anyway, uh, different story. Uh, so, I, 
what do you think his motivation could have been? Because, uh, so far as I know, this, uh, Ludinov, did you say the name was? Ludolf. Ludolf. Ludolf, right. Um, Ludolf Neuberger was his name, Harold. Um, uh, Right. Uh, I mean, Nora, this, this, this Ludolf, have they been spotted recently? No, uh, all four of the executive committee disappeared, uh, I, I, sh- I showed up late to that meeting and they were all gone. I mean, there was no bad blood or... Uh, I mean, what I just, I'm trying to imagine what they would have to gain uh, if they themselves have not... I mean, where have they gone? You know, why they don't seem to have benefited from this in any way that I can immediately imagine. I, I don't know. Wait, Felgus, you, you said that he shrunk... All three of you, Aroa, Alathanor, were they in the the sphere as well? Your 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 biodome? No, they. I fell into the the sphere as I was planning. I was standing over it, and I think they. Uh, they were on the table, or uh, oh, we were going no. through our our, bo- our box of records. So maybe they ended up in the box. Oh no. Uh, is just, you know, looking horrified. Do we... I feel like we have that box, do we not? It's currently on the coffee table. I mean, I hate to say it, but I didn't notice any small people. Having said that, I mean, maybe I wouldn't have been looking for them, so I could simply have overlooked it, but... Uh, he looks around and he sees the, the cardboard box in the distance. Wait, he, he sees something. It takes him a moment to, to pass what that actually is. And then he realizes it's the cardboard box. He stands up. We have to look for them. I, I agree. Uh, I suppose the problem is, of course, is that you were all shrunken, well, on, on campus and we are very far. So really, I think what we have to try and do is uh, find some way to enable all of us to become regular size again. Uh, The problem is I'm not exactly sure how that would work. Uh, We're pretty sure a potion is what did this to us. I don't know if getting exposed again to that potion would shrink us further, which I am obviously not especially keen for, or if potentially being exposed a second time would make us large again. Well, there were a whole bunch of other potions on that rack, weren't there? There were. But I mean, if this was as nefarious as we think, I don't know that Ludolf would have the antidote sitting next to it, right? Well, I don't know, because maybe if that mask of theirs hadn't worked, perhaps they would want another way, you know, some alternative way to... That's very true. ...unshrink themselves, perhaps. Uh, it's, it is worth a try. Yeah, I think, I think you're right, Harold. We should check out that that box. Yeah. I mean, I'm not seeing any alternatives, unfortunately, so... Not really. It took us a really long time to get up here. Yes. Okay, then. Uh, and Velgus takes a step and he, like, wobbles. Oh, I'm sorry, I've been immersed in water for a long time. I haven't got my land legs back. It's all right. Take your time. Are you hungry? We... I mean, I say we. Meredith has food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Meredith, like shakes out her pockets in her coat. All I've had to eat for what feels like months has been um, roots and the occasional bug. 
Oh, well, some, well. some fish. I once caught a fish. It was very, it was quite a big. Meredith, um, like, opens up her coat and, like, is looking in pockets in the inside lining and, like, pulling out. She's got a bag full of jelly beans. Um, Doctor Who. Uh, she ha- jelly babies, and she hands it to, um, to uh, what's his name, Fergus? Vel- Velgus. Velgus. Um, and then she pulls out another one, and it's got like a croissant in it. She hands it to him. Then she pulls out another bag, and it's got um, trail mix with some nuts and like dried fruit. She hands it to him. I should have had this ant attack you. You were just covered in. <laughs> <laughs> covered in food. I mean, to be fair, giant crumb for an ant. That's a big win. That is very true. Can I just say, I'm very impressed with this sphere of yours. I mean, you know, you all of these life forms are, are living in there and it seems to sustain itself. Uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is, this is really awesome stuff. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, hopefully once we get large again, uh, I mean, I, I, I suppose your entire dissertation is, is based on this. Yes, this was, this is my, my PhD project kind of. In a, uh, how do you say it? It's all, it's, it is in one clamshell. Huh. Um, I'm not sure that translates well. He is going to probably just start talking about his PhD, about this biosphere. Mm-hmm. And you get the impression he maybe hasn't talked to somebody in about six months. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, I'm getting real lockdown feels. 